economic health of this nation has been. There are four essential economic freedoms. The excessive decline in the dollar. Lack of a better word. Late rally on Wall Street. Big to fail. Growing the economy. Growing the economy. Welcome. This is Money Talks. Good morning. Happy Memorial Day weekend. You're listening to Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon, your host, along with Casey Smith and Jennifer Thomas, both who hold the CFP designation. We had a long talk about that before the show started. That's right. Uh, you can't call yourself the a CFP. CFP. You gotta. You can't use it as a noun. It's got to be used in its proper way. And me likewise, CFA charter holder. That's right. So uh, I'll we are CFP certificates. Certificates. There you go. So not designees or <laughs> certificate, please. Yeah. Well, get, get it right. I guess we could uh, make it even more complicated <laughs> if we tried, but it'd take a lot of effort. It would right? take. A, it, it, you'd be surprised the number of uh, pages in the handbook about the proper use of the marks. Yeah. Yeah, we so, uh, we have a similar situation. Yeah. You you always have to do a, uh, when you're going for some of those uh, designations, you wind up having a, to do quite a bit of ethics, which is good. I mean, this is great for the market, right? Sure. And uh, that they spend a, what seems to me a lot of time making sure that you get that piece right. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sure that's uh, riveting radio. We can probably move on now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, thank you for all the veterans who uh, have fought for the country. It is uh, Memorial Day weekend, and uh, we do appreciate that, um, uh, even if you didn't have to fight too hard, which is my case. I was in the Air Force a long, long time ago, and, uh, um, you know, uh, we, we appreciate um, what you've done for us. It means a lot. Absolutely. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the market, guys. We uh, do have a positive market this week uh, up Two percent, two point one eight percent. So we had a hiccup a couple of weeks ago when uh, uh, we got news about um, possible issues with uh, Mr. Trump and FBI, former FBI Director Comey. Right. The market seems to have digested all of that and moved on. Yeah, we had a big, a big blip. Uh, what was that last week um, or the week before? The week before. The week yeah. before. Two percent. Um, big, big downturn for about a day. And it was two officially. Two I think okay. we had like a 13 basis point loss followed by 1.8, 1. 1.9, 1. something yeah, like that yeah. so on a single about. day. But we've recovered and we're back to what new new highs, I guess. Yeah, uh, this is a seems like a Teflon market, but we did gain 2% this week. So all investors seems like everywhere just as well enjoy. Uh, it, we got uh, best performance sector information technology, which is – Kind of the theme for the year, uh, Infotech was up almost 3% this week. Uh, it now stands year-to-date over 20.5%. Yeah, that, that's uh, a big a big number, Troy. And uh, I don't Huge. know, I mean, that, is that anything to be concerned about? Are we getting a little overheated in the tech sector? I mean, well, I guess valuations I, are pretty high. They are. Uh, they've been high for a little while. I think across the board, the market looks a little expensive to me. I've talked about this the last few weeks on the air. Uh, one thing that we do have that gives us a little bit of hope uh, that, that the market's not terribly 
uh, overpriced is uh, the fact that we do see earnings growing pretty significantly in the first quarter. Uh, nothing much to talk about on earnings this week since it's we're kind of between seasons. We did have a couple of companies uh, report, but um, uh, you know earnings look to be strong. Yeah. Um, but when I look at uh, our current price ratios relative to uh, historical averages, we look around 20% overpriced. Yeah. Um, well, and we're overdue for a correction at some point. I mean, you, I mean, historically, when you look at what the market typically does, you know, we're way past due. That's true. We have what one on average uh, mm-hmm. one 10% correction every year. The last one we had was December from December of 15 into uh, February of 2016. Uh-huh. We're a little, you know, year and a half out from right. that. Yeah. Uh, and then we usually see a 20 percent. Uh, yeah, was it 20 percent every two or three years? Uh-huh. And then uh, three, five percent on average mm-hmm. per year. We have had uh, some short blips, but right. really there's been limited volatility yeah. over the last. Well, you could you can make the claim. I think we've had what two, uh, two and a half, almost three, uh, 10 percent uh, corrections in the past nine years. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's unbelievable. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's we're we're at nine years now because we're going back now to to uh, March of 2009. Right. Mm-hmm. That would have been the bottom. It's eight years. Yeah. So you know we've uh, uh, we have surely enjoyed the fact that we haven't had so much oh, volatility yeah. in the it, market. I mean, you know, and history tends to repeat itself. That's why we study history. But that doesn't. It's not always the case. So. Um, you know, I think the market has been strong. It's just doing, you know, and, and earnings are what re- end up being reflected in the stock price. So, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, this this is a little different. I mean, we, we're in a situation where there's still lots of discussion as to uh, whether or not we're going to have some pretty significant um, regulatory changes, including lower taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen a little bit of news this week on that. We did get the... Uh, Office of, uh, what is it, the Congressional Budget Office um, information back about uh, the new American Health Care. It's the AHCA, American Health Care Act, bill that Congress has actually passed. It's moved on to the Senate. The Senate's still saying they don't really care. They're going to pass their own version, which would then have to be sent back to the House. Uh, What we get out of that, that, I mean, that's the, the big problem to me is we've got all this discussion, we are moving in that direction, but we have yet to see one piece of legislation really passed to give us lower regulation. Probably the one and only that I know of that has changed, and I'm sure that I could get called out on this, but um, the the Labor Department laws that were going to be affecting retirement accounts did get pushed back. We were supposed to see that in April. Right. Uh, it got pushed back to June 6th or 7th, and even that now is is subject to be reviewed and changed. Yeah, and that's further. an interesting one, just especially for our industry, obviously. But uh, the the fact that um, that even that legislation was proposed um, created a lot of uncertainty in uh, you know, some of the broker dealers out there. Right. Insurance companies are, are going ahead and changing their policies to comply sure. with the Department of Labor in anticipation of it passing, at least in some form, at some point. Right. Um, and uh, just yesterday, I think it was Wells Fargo came out and said that they're disallowing certain uh, types of investments inside of, of IRA accounts. Um, right. Uh, I think you know muni bonds. Which why would you own a muni bond in an IRA anyway? Makes little sense. But, you know they're they're making it official that that's. There not are a few tolerated. taxable muni bonds, that's or true. there used to 
used yeah. to be. No, yeah. there are. Yeah. There are. And, and we look for them a good yeah. bit because we, you know. If but you the true muni deal, bonds, I mean, your typical muni bond, yeah, it doesn't yeah, make tax sense. Mm-hmm. State and federal yeah. tax no free, right, yeah, mm-hmm. it makes but no sense. Certain mm-hmm. certain share classes, you know, things like that that they're doing to uh, to go ahead and move forward with the Department of Labor regulations, even though it has been bumped back and, and nothing has been changed officially. Um, but I think that there is some anticipation that that, that part – you know, maybe in some form, not the current form that they were expecting, but it might get through um, to, to some type of reform on retirement accounts and, and how those uh, are handled, whether a fiduciary standard is used or not. Right, yeah, and and those would still only impact, as you were talking, uh, retirement, retirement type accounts, accounts, so it's right. not going to be a brokerage uh, account, a taxable type account would not be impacted by that. All right, guys, we got a little bit of economic news this week. Uh, new home sales came out. They fell 11.4% uh, below the revised March levels. Uh, this was an April report. Um, still half a percent above year-ago levels, so relative to um, the April 2016 numbers. Uh, that was the, the, the March um, report for this was uh, a 10-year high. So uh, I guess it's not huge surpri- a huge surprise that, uh, that we did have a decline when you have something that spiked so high in the prior month. Uh, MBA mortgage apps, this is something we look at every week, uh, increased 10.5% on the refinance index. Uh, total composite was up 4.4%. Uh, purchase index was still a little bit lower, 0.8%. So 10.5% on the refinance index, that's... That's a spike. That's pretty strong, yeah. Yeah, the previous week, because we saw uh, interest rates fall, right. it was negative overall. So uh, we did see some changes in interest rates. You look at the Treasury yield curve, uh, on the two and the five year, we got six basis points, or 0.6%. Uh, increase, 10-year uh, Treasury is at 2.26%, which is really low, uh, but it's up 0.4%. And then... Uh, uh, three basis points on the 30 year. So uh, across the board, the yield curve is higher. It uh, flattened a little bit with the low end, the, the short end uh, going up slightly more than the, than the uh, longer term maturities. Uh, existing home sales, we saw uh, April coming in 2.3% below the revised March total. So a bit of a decline there as well. Still 1.6% higher on the year relative to April in uh, 2016. Um, FOMC came out with some minutes this week, uh, which is is really interesting. Uh, they're talking about how they're going to roll off the long end of the, the uh, uh, maturities, kind of unwinding quantitative easing one, two, and three. Yeah. Uh, and they're talking about using capped rates to uh, – to go out a little further. All right, guys, we're going to take a real quick break uh, to pay a few bills, and we'll come right back. You're listening to Money Talks. Don't touch that dial. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. 
It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.